Hi, my name's Ray Mitchell. I'm a writer of culture and philosophy, and I wanted to do this podcast on a concept I've been contemplating, uh, researching, and writing about for quite a few years. I thought this would be a good inroad to sharing with you some of the things that I write about. So I'll jump right in. Um, about five years ago, I no, not five years ago, two years, three years ago maybe. Um, sorry, I was thinking of the 2015. That's where I got the five from. Um, I posted one of the first things I've ever really put out there um, on social media with regard to my work. A lot of my writing has been a labour of love and um, forming my ideas has taken a lot of years and experience and research and it's part of who I am. Um, I'm a very reflective person naturally and so um, a lot of my work stems from my own contemplations and ponderings and um, yeah, reflections, daily life reflections that become something more. I spent my 20s in um, a monastic setting, training in meditation and studying Buddhist scriptures on perception, reality, nature of the mind, uh, looking at a lot of their tenets and how they assert their um, different views, I suppose, and uh, it was an amazing experience, but it really helped me to see things from a very different and uh, at times, you know, I suppose I go a bit deeper than the average person because it became it became sort of second nature to me after spending quite a few years doing that on a daily basis, like using my mind in that way um, to go deep. I love it. I love I love going down the rabbit hole and getting lost. And I really hope that the people that listen to me more and more are those types of fellows or people that just want to do that you know sort of let go with their minds I really enjoy it so um, yeah back to this post I was um, I was watching a documentary by David Attenborough BBC natural history or naturalist if you call them I don't know what he's called yeah I think it is um, natural history uh, documentaries that have been running for years with Sir David Attenborough, he's one of my heroes, he's inspired me since childhood for sure. I think anyone who knows him has seen his wildlife programs just sort of mind-blown. He's, um, he's a really, 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 yeah, he's a big inspiration of mine, but, and he's still, I was just, sorry, I was just thinking then about how the fact that he's still doing what he loves like into his 90s I I just admire that so much he's got such a passion for what he does and he inspired me throughout my teenage years I spent probably from before being a teenager actually just watching as many of his wildlife documentaries as I could anyway later on he started to 
branch out and do a lot more of what he really personally loves, which is looking at evolutionary studies, you know, sort of first life, and uh, how traits develop, I suppose you naturally would, wouldn't you? So, um, I was watching First Life, it's one of his documentaries where he talks about exactly that, you know, how from microbial crustaceans we formed into blobs. There's probably a much better scientific word for it than that, but I just saw it as blobs on the ocean floor. And he was talking through how over millions of years these blobs became more sophisticated and eventually developed head end, tail end, directional motion, a mouth, teeth, an ability to consume which then became the mouth, sorry I should have said that first. And he really went into how certain traits developed. So from direction came the head end and the tail end, so a need to move forward and back. You know, these are things we take for granted, having a head and a head at one end and feet at the other. It wasn't always that way, you know, that had to come through necessity, necessity to move. And um, as he was describing it, it almost felt like there was an element of intention there, an element of mind, an element of desire which I found really interesting because, as I was mentioning, the time that I spent in uh, studying about mind, reality, perception, you know, sort of human co constructs and, and how we get that context and build those frameworks, I was thinking, well, you know, intent, I was, intention is everything in those situations. It's like the start of everything. It's like the 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 original building block, and the head came about from needing to move forward, the tail from needing to move backwards, a need to consume something, some kind of matter for survival, for fuel. These blobs eventually developed mouths and then came teeth when they realised they could consume each other and so predator and prey and it was really, I was so absorbed, I remember watching it for the first time being so deeply absorbed, it was in 2012 I remember, I was on a break from work eating, I'd got this DVD, First Life, and a bar of chocolate and I was sucking on the chocolate just completely in my element just watching this and just remember at the time thinking god I'm so happy right now <laughs> like mind food and and mouth food <laughs> so um so yeah it was uh I was really absorbed in what he was saying but the bit that absorbed me was how he was almost showing that from a from a, from a need. I mean, this isn't this isn't news, but the way I was looking at it was almost from the point of view: is is there intention in evolution? Is there a point of where our minds get involved and decide we want to evolve in a certain direction?
because that really sort of brings something new into how we look at evolution. And I, quite a few, maybe not quite a few years later, but a few years later, I read a book called Human Evolutionary Psychology, and it was one of the first in its field that was written at a time when it was finally being taken seriously to some extent, well, comparatively. And, you know, it was an area of evolutionary studies that had been given a really hard rap because, um, as with psychology, um, it, it wasn't taken seriously from a scientific, very scientifically rooted evolutionary studies. Um, where, you know, you can't prove that mind was present on the ocean floor millions and billions of years ago. You can't. But if you find one of those fossils, you can prove that. You know, that's hard evidence. So it's that old chestnut, really, as was with the field of psychology itself once upon a time. It wasn't, it was sort of laughed out of court sort of thing. So, um, yeah. So I was reading this ginormous book, like huge, could actually knock someone out with it. And um, and I, I remembered watching First Life. And I just thought, wow, you know, really, this what they're saying is, it is legit. Oh, that's my cat purling. You can probably hear it. You know, what they were saying is that the fact that there's an element of mind behavior psychology in our evolution um, that's factoring into that shows that there is some fluidity when it comes to us being a blob on the ocean floor saying I want to move forward and that resulting us in us now having a head end and a tail end. I don't know if any of you watch Star Trek but what's interesting about that show is they pretty much speculate how life is on other planets were it to exist and you know there's a real colourful set of characters um, on that show. Um, that, you know, some of them breathe through their feet or something, you know, it's like, um, yeah, so obviously they're on their planet, the head end and tail end and the whole constructs were evolved in a very different way, so, I mean, that's a bit of a tangent, but my point is, is, you know, there's a, there's a, it doesn't have to go one way. That's what I'm saying. It seems like there's this element of fluidity that isn't just down to purely conditions, but a level of intention, no matter how primitive that was at one point, you know, with this blob on the ocean floor wanting to move forward and therefore creating a head end. Um and directional motion over millions of years. Um, yeah, so that's that's a little bit of an introduction of the kind of thing I 
I reflect on and research and write about and um, I'll be sharing more with you. Thanks for listening.